to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Alexa, and with me is my host, Ambrosia. My Hi, host. everybody. Your host? <laughs> my host I am the with host. the most. <laughs> what up? I'm the host with the most. <laughs> I really like your hair today, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. This is, I didn't have enough time to finish this part. Oh so, my God, it really looks awesome I, that way. I, well, thank you. I put it into like a little bun, but then I had enough time to curl it. So I guess I did have enough time to finish it. Oh, <laughs> well, you are anyway. rocking it, girl. So thank you. You know, um, Hannah, when I saw her hair at the manor, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and speaking of uh, the manor, we are back. We. So sorry about our episode on Monday. We tried to get it done. We had but we some were just, technical difficulties. We were just – our lives weren't together yet. And I don't think we were supposed oh. to. So it's all good. Yep. Christy Savage says hi. Hi, Christy. Christy Savage. Hello, love. And Sheena is watching as well. Sheena was with us at uh, the Mystic Manor. We just spent a whole week with her and two other amazing ladies. So we're just going to talk about um, our experience there and what we took away because there was just so much happening, so much magic flying around, and uh, it was it was intense. I'm still processing it. Um, Me too. <laughs> Me too. Um, but, uh, well, first do we want to talk about, like, what is the Mystic Manor for anyone who might not know what it is? Let's talk about it. So what the Mystic Manor is, it's a mansion in Venice Beach, California that um, hosts retreats and they do a TV show and they do a podcast and it's a part of the Positive Head podcast that has morphed into a TV show now and a retreat center and people live there and it's it's a really magical place. Anything you want to add with that? Yeah, it's basically like a spiritual hub and it's it has spiritual many purposes. Hub. And everybody, people live there, they work there, they create there. Um, there's always magical people coming in and out of there. It's also like an art gallery. Other people host events there. Um, you know, they've been shooting music videos there. I mean, all kinds of like crazy things have been happening there. But that's really the magic of it um, because when you get into this space, not only is it a freaking beautiful house, just like the architecture of it and the space in general feels really special, but um, there's like the way it's decorated, like the art all over all the walls that are – it's like so magnificent and spiritual and like sh- it's like shamanic art and just the mm-hmm. whole place feels so alive, like – it just feels like a space you want to be in. And that's why, you know, to be able to be there for a full week, so much starts happening to you just just being inside of it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like one experience after the other. It was pretty incredible. It was pretty cool because it was like um, – I was just like, oh, you want magic? Here's this. How about this? How about this? How about this? And it was just back and forth. It was amazing. Yeah, um, we had – so some of the things that happened were we both had QHHT sessions, which were mm-hmm. our first ones. Yep. Um, mine was, like, pretty interesting. Um, so QHHT is a type of past life regression, um, and it was pretty cool. Like, I actually really gained a lot from my session, and I really um, – 
it was interesting. Like I saw more than I thought I was going to see. And something that I really liked that the practitioner, Mary Beth, was sharing, she like before we went into the session, she was like, you know what? I don't even know if this is your past life. Like I don't really know what this is. But what it is is information and you can use it. And like we don't have to really label this. Could it be a past life? Sure. But does it have to be? No, it's just us translating, you know, whatever's in in the subconscious, I guess. Um, or whatever's, you know, in your field or your being or I don't know. Um, and I really liked that perspective and I felt like it really helped me relax around it all. And I was able to receive like a lot more from it. Um, I think mm-hmm. I'm a person that tends to like put so much pressure of like, is this right? Is this accurate? Is this 100% true? And it helped me realize, you know what, like, who, how do we know what's true? Like, how do we know what's yeah. real? Sometimes I even question the arc nine on here has told us, uh, or maybe it was Thoth told us like about our past no lives. No big deal. Keep going. Told us about our past lives here. And like, it's like, do they resonate with me? Yes. And do I want to believe they're true? Yes. But I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe so- maybe someone else, maybe another being would say, no, those weren't your past lives. Like, these were your past lives. So I don't know. Right. And who's more valid or less valid or, you know what I mean? I think there's, I don't think there's more valid or less valid. I think it's just whatever information you need at the time with the information that you're receiving. That was a big thing for me at the manor. That was a big thing that I learned this week was I have been suppressing like, um, a really traumatic experience that I really wasn't ready to face, um, last year like at all really this year either. Cause we're in December now. Um, and it came up a couple times and I was like, no, not, not today. Just going to push that down and keep marching forward. But, um, what it really showed me after I really kind of, um, sat with it and processed it for a little bit was that this is actually where the key to your power is. This is actually not something to like be afraid of. This is not something to push away. This is actually, what will help set you free in in another aspect. So it was really interesting. And it kept coming up for me all week. It was not just one time, not just two times, but it kept coming up. And I was like, shit. And like in very direct ways, like there was no beating around the bush with it. So it was really, it was really powerful. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had something – you know, that kept coming up for me as well and um, which really related to like you and I's friendship um, and just the way and just shining and being okay with – so Ambi and I – is it okay if I talk about this a little bit? Yeah, Check. yeah. Go, yeah, so Ambi and I – Ambi and I have – we have a very close friendship obviously but there's also this competitive nature to it. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It'll kind of come in waves like it'll – It'll everything will be great and we'll be really close, and then all of a sudden this this wave of com- competitive energy will come in and it it'll trigger both of us and one of us will feel more or less or it's it's all this whole thing and yep. we'll have to have a talk about it type of thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll need a stern talking too. Just the um, way you said that was so funny. Um, <clears throat> but it was really interesting, but because it came up for me pretty strong. In a way that like I couldn't ignore it and that's the other thing about being in a place like the Mystic Manor is there's so much community there and there's so many people just walking around and interacting all the time. Really amazing people. But you know, I spend a lot of my days alone. Like I work from home. I work from home for the past nine years. Like I have a lot of control over my environment, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't actually force me to confront like this particular issue. It it comes up every once in a while, but not the way that it was coming up when we were there because we're around all these people who are getting to know us, getting to know what we do, giving everyone certain amounts of attention, you know? It was so intense. And those dynamics are playing out in like a bigger way. So Mm -hmm. I was really starting to – hi, Justine. Hi. Hi, Justine. (laughs) She says, practicing vulnerable communication. Love it. Yeah, girl. Um, And – so what was coming up for me was this like wanting to control everything and like shut everything down and um, because of this fear that like I wasn't going to shine as bright as Ambie. Like I wasn't – like she was going to shine and I would be left behind or something and have like no control over that. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, the message I kept getting over and over and over again, I got it in my QHHT session. I got it from Brandon Beecham. I got it from indirectly Sonia. from Sonia. Yeah, it was, you know, the best way that you can shine is to help Ambi shine. And that just resonated so deeply with me because that's what I actually love to do. I really do love to like see someone and be like, wow, you're so awesome at this one thing and really build them up. But it's interesting because when it's someone who's really close with me and then like they actually start to like, like, like you and you actually like really start to go there, suddenly I'm like, oh God, no, not that much. Don't shine that much, please. (laughs) Turn it down. Turn it down, will you? I said shine, but not that much. Uh, (laughs) So, and it was this recognition of like, first of all, you actually really do want her to shine. Like that's what you genuinely want in your heart. Like you genuinely want that for her. And second of all, someone else shining doesn't mean that you can't shine. Like actually maybe, and it brought me back to what my purpose is, which is like to help other, that is my purpose, to help others shine. Like, look at what I do on the Positive Head podcast. I interview the listeners and help them shine. You know what I mean? So it was really a powerful experience for me of being like, do you want to keep doing this? Because you've been doing this since childhood. Like every close relationship I've ever had has had this dynamic in it and I have not learned the lesson yet. So it's like, it really felt like this old coat that it was like are you sick of wearing this yet or what girl like let's take this shit off so um so yeah like I think I'm still in process with it but I think for myself I came to this point of intense clarity about like Mm -hmm. I do not want to carry this forward this does not serve me and I found some new ways to like approach the situation to change up the energy a little bit so that was really exciting for me I think you did personally um, because I remember, so can I share with them what happened like throughout each night with this situation about sure. how hiding and then showing and then hiding and sure. I have that. no idea what you're going to say, but sure. I'm yeah. scared. Okay. So, <laughs> scared. um, and I mean this from a loving place, but Alexa has a tendency and I've noticed it and I've said something oh, to you. Yeah. Has, do you, is it okay if I share that? Yeah, sure. Okay. So has a tendency to like people, 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 ooh, two people in, I'm, and I'm hiding back down, you know? Yeah. And isolating, isolating yourself, yes. And so I am very girly, and I'm very like, oh, my God, let's do our hair, and let's do our <laughs> makeup, and let's do all of that. <laughs> and I think sometimes it's a bit much for her, right, which is totally fine. But yeah. so the first night, um, no, the second night we were there, um, she did that. She was like, I'm just going to go to bed. And I was like, are you sure? And I didn't really push it. And she was like, yeah, well, what ended up happening was something like really cool that everybody, I mean, everybody was talking about the whole fucking rest of the time. Okay. And every time they were talking about it, I could tell she felt left out because how could you not? I wanted to kill everybody. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Right. When I was like, I got to like squat a lid on the situation. When I like got someone to calm down about all these things that had happened, someone else would walk in and be like, yeah, hey, listen, did you hear about what happened last night? I'd be like, yes, I heard. (laughs) And I feel so bad because Alexa and one other person were the two people that missed it. And so the whole time they heard like how amazing this was, right? Like talk about FOMO, fuck, right? So the second night I tell Alexa, like, you're not going to miss anything. Like you are coming downstairs with us. You're going to hang out. We're going to do blah, 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 blah. We're going to do all these things. And she did. And I think it was really good. Um, It was fun. And then the last night we were there, it was fully embracing this. It was, we're going to get ready together and we're going to have fun and we're going to laugh and we're going to be like super feminine and girly. And it was the best time. And it was so much fun. And I don't feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like there was any fear of like, they felt like missing out or anything like that. Like that was the close, that was one of the closest times I felt to you. Yeah, it was really beautiful. It was, I did like, I definitely felt myself like opening up more and more. Um, I remember one night in there where I I just, 
that's the thing though. Like I'm an only child. I spend a lot of time alone. So like sometimes I think my nervous system can't even handle it. Like that's right. sometimes I'm isolate. I'm not isolating, but I'm separating myself because I literally get the intuition like, hey, go take a little break for a second. Like, like recharge out. your batteries. Yes, yeah, recharge. Yeah. So I was doing that one night and you guys were in the other room and I was hearing you. I was hearing your whole conversation and then you came in you're like, do you want to come play with us? And I was like, do I want to come what? And you're like, play with us. And I was like, maybe in a little, or I don't know what I said, something like that. And then as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, fuck, you do want to go play, damn it. And I I slowly made my way over there. And once we all got over there, or once I got into the room, we started practicing telekinesis, which was like the funnest bonding experience ever because yeah. it was, Ambie and I have talked about it on the show before, how like, you know, practicing with the side wheel, this actually I have one right here. This little thing that you put on like this and you basically like spin it around. So you spin it around with your mind or with your just using a hand like from far away. Um, Really, really, really fun exercise. And when you start playing with it and you start making it go around and around like when it's been perfectly still, it's really freaking cool. And Um, we were like pushing it across – a, yeah. Like not a crazy amount across the room, but across the floor a little bit. It was pretty cool. Yeah, we switched up the way we were practicing. So like we were encouraging the other girls to do it. Sheena's on here. She was freaking Sheena! awesome. At it. She Sheena was like Sheen like Xena, warrior princess. Yeah. Like, and her hand would just go like that, and all of a sudden it would be like like down. It was it so was cool. so cool. It was so cool. It was so cool and it was this really exciting experience because everybody was – not one of us couldn't do it. Everybody was like holding the space for everyone to do it and when we were doing it, we were just getting more and more excited and then we were like going downstairs and being like, let's do something bigger. Like let's move this lamp or let's move this ornament. (laughs) We did move the lamp. We did. did. the lamp. We did did move move the lamp. lamp. Pretty um, cool stuff. But it was just like – it was this feeling of like, wow, if we could just do this like every night, you know, if we could just like all – like. Like, be together in these little groups and just, like, practice things that like this that, like, we're not supposed to be able to do and just more and more um, confirm that we can do it and have that support Mm -hmm. of, like, this is possible. It's, like, I feel like so many things would start to be transformed and shattered about, like, societal norms and human capability and – and even like our potential as humans and as, as as specific beings, right? Like we really start to instill this belief in ourselves and it just felt so good to be in the space where we could play in that way with each other, you know? It was incredible. So love you guys. And and actually, I think we want to have like our, um, our sisters, because that's what they are, um, Amber and Sheena and Mookie on the show. Oh my God. You guys I love are in Mookie. for a freaking treat. <laughs> when you meet Mookie, just let, let and us I, tell you. Not to say that I don't love Amber and Sheena because I love them very, very much, but yes. Mookie is, is exci- like the best version of like. So we were all joking all week about how you want Mookie as like your spirit guide. Because she she's so cute. She's from New York and she's got this like little accent. She sounds like Rosie Perez mixed with Cardi B in the best possible in the way. Best way. And she'd be like, you can do it. And like Why she's you be so stupid. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being stupid right now. Uh, Believe in yourself. Like yeah. she would embrace say, like all shit. Of, embrace that shit. Like she'd say all these really encouraging things, but then like, oh, it's so amazing. Yeah, we didn't even know she was coming, and when we came, it was just this little surprise of like, oh, here's like a new a new friend, and it was just from the moment we all met her, it was just like this like light, like fun party, not party, but just like just exciting energy. Um, yeah. So it was such a gift. I mean, everyone that like it couldn't have worked out better. The people that were there, the everything, like everything was so divine and. Um, even when we showed up, we realized that uh, the special guest on the talk show um, that Brandon is creating, so it's called Optimistic, and it's like a late night talk show, so it's not like politics or pop culture or anything. It's like a late night talk show about consciousness and spirituality, and every week they have a guest, a special guest, like a special spiritual celebrity type of thing. And the guest, we have no idea who it was, but I'm getting on the plane and I see Brandon, I think, post about who's going to be on the show. And the special guest this week was Sonia Sophia, who's my EFT teacher. Woo! Who, 
who, you know, we, has been on this show a couple times. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was just such a synchronicity. And I was like, wow, it's really crazy, like, that we're being brought together right now. And let me tell you, being in her energy. Ugh. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. I, I am getting a goddess head thing because I need – I want to feel like that all the time. Yeah. Like, people, she doesn't walk. She floats. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking floats everywhere. She glides across the room. I would like to glide across the room. I said that to her and she laughed at me. But <laughs> that's the point. The point is um, she is – like, everybody at the Mystic Manor is just a magical human being because they're so embracing their power and their individualism and they're not afraid to, like – be different, mm-hmm. that it's magical. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, Sonia Sophia, I, her power is just, like, being a, a vessel for truth. Like, something mm. about her, she just holds this – she yep. embodies truth in such a way that I just keep thinking of her as, like, a truth crystal because yeah. when she interacts with you – Anything that is untrue in you feels like it's about to freak out. Like there are parts of you that feel like so nervous around her because – and finally I just asked her, I'm like, why am I so nervous around you? Like why do you make me so uncomfortable? And she just like looked at me me like – she looked like through me or into me. And she was just like, because you know I see who you really are and you can feel the discomfort between that and who you're letting yourself be. And I was like, damn – and she also brought up this whole thing in me about performing. She's like, like I, that was something else that popped out for me this week. Feeling, under, becoming aware that my whole life I felt this need to perform for people. Like mm-hmm. perform and I mean put on a mask. I mean even sometimes when I do this podcast, like I mean a lot of the time I'm feeling it. But like sometimes it feels like I have to smile. I have to be agreeable. I have to entertain I can't have any space for myself and I can't, you know, she was telling me, she was like, when I was, you know, going through this, like the exercise, the task that I gave myself was, you know, I gave myself permission never to, not not to smile at anyone if I didn't feel like smiling. And I was like, oh my God, that feels so uncomfortable. And she's like, yeah, that's the point. Like we've been so conditioned and that's part of the performance. It's like, oh, let me just like smile and tell you what you want to hear or just say something that sounds agreeable even if I don't feel it in my heart, you know? And it really was really powerful me to powerful for me to realize that like I don't want to perform anymore. I don't yep. want to I want to just be who I am and I don't want to feel inauthentic and I think I'm recognizing that in a lot of scenarios I do and that separates me from people. That's what keeps me from really opening up to someone, you know? I was going to say, it's it's interesting that you say this because like when you told me this earlier, I think I just, I was like, I really um, agree with what you're saying. But now I have like different scenarios coming up where I've been walking down the street and I've literally had random men tell me, oh, you'd be so much prettier if you smiled. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to, sm- if I don't want to smile, I don't want to smile. Yeah. Do I need your approval to like be pretty? But it goes back to like this conditioning and this mentality of, or like the term resting bitch face. Yeah. Like it's so implying that if you're not smiling and putting on a show, then you're a bitch. Yeah. And you're, you're like, not accepted. And you're like worthless or something. Like that's your only yes. role. Like yeah. you just are supposed to sit there and look pretty and, or, you know, just make everyone feel comfortable. And it's like, I'm not here to make people feel comfortable. I think I'm here to make people feel uncomfortable in certain ways. You know what I mean? And comfortable at the same time. But I think the point is, totally, I agree with all of that. And it's like, have you guys ever noticed that, at least in my case, I can speak for myself, where when when I really like someone or I admire them or I think in some way they're a little bit, I could learn something from them, I feel like I have to really put on the show, like perform, and then I can't get past that surface level because I keep getting nervous and like kind of I'll I'll do as much as I can in order to just keep them happy. But then I I don't know where to go after that. And Sonia was reflecting me. She's like, yeah, that's because you don't have anything left in that script. You're done with the script. There's nothing more to – there's nothing more in that act. Like you would actually have to go to a new level and you don't know how to do that because you're stuck in the performance. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, shit, yeah. And so, you know, that's why I actually ended up telling Sonia 
just I was acting that way around her and finally I was just realizing wait why don't I just tell her I'm uncomfortable around her then I could actually talk to her and so Mm. she came to my room and I was like why am I uncomfortable around you? And then we had this really, 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 really deep talk. And I was like, this is what I want. Like, this is how I want to connect with people. I don't want to be on my walking on eggshells around Happy people. Happy-go-lucky. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's just, happy. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I and I think I think everyone should like maybe do like an inventory with themselves and check in. Like, how much are you performing? And like, does that how does that feel? Because for me it does not feel good right now. Um, uh, Michelle, hi, hi, Chelsea. Hi, Mandy. Uh, Michelle just said, so true. If I don't smile at work, my coworkers think something is wrong or I'm mad at them. I just don't always feel like smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. I don't feel like smiling right now. I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah. I was talking to Jodi Newell. She's been on the show. um, And she was saying, she was like, you know what? You don't have to smile, but even if you're not smiling, you can still be radiating like from your heart, yeah. you know, and because because you have great, you, you're, you're connected to love, like your intention is to love, but that doesn't mean you have to like physically smile. You can be just radiating from your heart and, and that's mm-hmm. okay, you know, so interesting to think about. Yeah, it's interesting how we put up like these walls, like smiling is one wall, like for me, not making direct eye contact is another wall. Oh, yeah. Like, looking at your eyes, oh, shit, too yeah. much. <laughs> like, you see me, you mm-hmm. actually see me, I don't want to do this. And mm-hmm. we're done, and I'm walking away now. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've noticed, like, Samantha Lotus, I will stand with my hands like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, put your guard down. And yeah. I was like, what? Like, what? <laughs> and she's like, let go of your hands. And I was like, oh, God. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just so... It's so uncomfortable, but it's a week of, I think everybody should go to a retreat at least once because it's an experience of people calling you out on your shit Mm -hmm. and you can take that and you can get really defensive about it and still live in that place. Or you can say, I'm going to try something different now. Yeah. I'm going to try to open up and not feel like I have to close off. And you're, it's a place where you it's an optimal place to do it because you're being held with love yes. in this safe container where you can experiment with like new ways of being. And that's yep. the whole point because in the real world, a lot of the time it can feel unsafe to experiment with new ways of being because maybe you don't have that support around you all the time. And so that's yep. why going to a retreat, it can be so transformative because you have people that are experienced and are truly holding you with love and are not judging you at all and want you to have these experiences Um, and so you can make some pretty big shifts and, and see that it's safe, you know? And a lot of the times, um, the facilitators have seen and done and heard a lot of stuff. And so what you think is like really dark and scary is probably something they've already heard and they know how to hold that container for you. So totally, it's really nice. Oh my gosh. It is so nice. Um, speaking of scary. So on Friday, we decided that Ambi was going to do a channeling for everyone in the house, right? Oh. <laughs> and she was a little nervous about that. It was it became like a big fucking deal. Yeah. And I was like scared of like how quickly this became a big deal. It was like so here's the thing. It was really cool because a couple of people in the house were like, oh, my God, I follow you on Facebook. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Are you serious? And I was like, really like, oh, my God. And then um, they were like, oh, this is the girl that channels. And they, that's how people would introduce me. Is that safe to say? Sure. Wait. Okay. So, well, people would say, oh, she's a channel or, oh, she's yeah. going to channel. And then it was like, we're going to channel out on Friday. You should come and watch. And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. How many people are coming? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> I feel very vulnerable. And then Sonia Sophie is there and I'm like, fucking A. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I'm just like trying to calm myself, but I did it. it went well, well, can we talk about real quick just like that day? Cause it was a really magical day where a lot of Things. I think we had two different experiences. Keep going. Okay, well, I'm going to share my perspective. Okay. <laughs> we knew Ambie was going to channel around like 7.30 yes. that night. 
my um my two best friends from college who are like starting to open to this stuff I wanted to see them and I wanted them to experience this as well and meet Ambie so they were coming and I was like pretty sure that some people in the house were going to join I wasn't sure how many and then Sonia I didn't know she was arriving that day but she did arrive that day so I was like okay I guess she's going to be a part of it too and so anyway, we had a, we had some downtime where we were all just like sitting around this like really awesome space where we like to hang out and we're just all talking. And all of a sudden, Sam, uh, Samantha, Sam, Samantha yeah, Sam. Sam, who was who facilitates the retreats there, she's amazing. Um, she came in the door with this guy, and she's like, "Hey, everyone, this is my friend David." And as soon as she introduced him, I'm like, "Wait, I know you because I took a course with Sydney Campos, and he was one of the people she brought on as a guest. And his name's David Lyon, and he's a hypnotist. Um, but that was what I knew of him. He's a hypnotist. Um, but turns out he's also a channel of Thoth, who we've had on what? this podcast before." He's a channel of thoughts. Yeah, in case the audio cut out a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, because I screamed? I don't know why. (laughs) Just in case you didn't hear thought, okay? Uh, (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Okay, anyway, so – he is like has a really intense relationship with thought and like started telling us this. He is thought. He is thought. Yeah. Okay. Keep and going. so he started telling us this whole story about how he started channeling Thoth and about how Thoth would take him through these initiations of like being in his power and doing shit he was really scared to do. Nothing scary, just like stuff that was scary for him, like right. creating an event, not knowing if anyone would come, like like all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, everyone was just on the edge of their seats. And so he and Ambie started sharing channeling information and stories, and they were both getting really excited because it's cool to talk to somebody else about someone you know like yeah yeah, that does the same thing you do which was neat yeah and he was giving her tips on how to like bring the arc nine in quicker which she demonstrated when she started channeling and it was lightning fast to the point I couldn't even believe it usually takes you a few minutes like at least and it was so quick so apparently that worked but um but anyway so David so we convinced David gave me a hypnosis too that I want to um I'm going to do it tonight, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. What's the yep. hypnosis for? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I'll well, I was going to sh- I was gonna share how he, he then he, – he decided to hang around for the night, like, to see Ambie Channel. He invited a friend. So just people are getting invited. See? People are just getting <laughs> yeah. fucking invited, everybody. Just like, oh, I, yeah, bring him on over. And I'm, like, panicking in my brain, like, oh, God. But, right- but it was – it went well. <laughs> But right before the channeling started, David's like, why don't I just do a group hypnosis for all of you guys sitting around? There was like, I don't know, 12 of us, including Brandon, including, you know, some of the people that lived in the house. And I got so excited. Everyone got so excited because like I've really wanted to be hypnotized before and I've always wondered if I could. And I wondered how it worked. And I don't know. I just wanted to see it be done and I wanted to see what would happen to me. And he did it to all of us like – you know, going up to people and saying sleep and, you know, pulling them down and doing all this stuff. And it was really cool. I felt it was really good. Go ahead. It was really cool. Like the way he was telling me, he was telling me a story about like the first time he got hypnotized. And by a 12 it was year like old, right? by a 12 year old boy. Yeah. And like um, he like jerks your arm in a certain way with I don't know how he does it, but he jerks your arm in a certain way and then he's asleep and it's literally like your whole body is just like done. Okay. And now I'm, and now I'm paralyzed. Great. Yeah. Here we go. Well, now I'm a bag of mush. He was explaining that the, the way hypnosis works is that, and this was fascinating to me, is that your brain, your brain is constantly looking for patterns. That's how it operates. It's constantly looking for the next sequence in a pattern. So for example, when he com- when someone comes up to you and they say introduce themselves you're expecting them to shake their hand give you a hug something like that but if they came up to you and said hi I'm Alexa and they did something really freaking weird like they like slapped like the inside of your wrist and they pulled your arm up and they did something like that your brain would be like what's going on and it would look it would be asking for the next command like hold on what's happening I need to know what's what to do and so if you do something unexpected and then you say sleep Right then, your brain takes that as the command, as a suggestion, and it will, depending how uh, suggestible you are, it will take that and do it. So yeah. that was pretty cool to like understand the way it works. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And it 
was cool. And so it was a really cool experience to share with everyone. It's cool to see like a couple of our friends kind of went under and. Oh my gosh. Amber was my favorite. Yeah. She, she was scared. Amber was so cute because he did the sleep thing to her. And she's literally, if you guys could imagine this, she's falling over to the side. And as she's falling over to the side, she goes, no, wait, what's happening? Like out loud. (laughs) It was okay. She came right back. She came um, right back. But it was adorable. It was so funny because you could see the resistance of like, wait, 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 why? Why am I falling? (laughs) Yeah, she said she was thinking, where is she going? Yeah, but it was cool. It felt really good in your body too. Like it almost felt like you had meditated for a really long yeah. time or something. And I was really tired and it felt yeah. like I was really awake all energizing. the time. It was really nice. Yes, very energizing. We're going to try to get him on the show. He yeah. hasn't responded back to me yet. If you're watching. Oh, he's coming on. He already committed. Um, he already committed? Yeah, he already said he's coming okay. on. So you guys will get to meet him and he has just such a fascinating story and really powerful things to share. Um, he's a magical human. Yeah. And so then we went into the channeling. So everyone went into the room and be channeled and everybody got to ask questions. And that was so cool. Um, And, you know, she did that for about like 35 minutes. And then, you know, the arc nine left. And somehow, I think David was asking you about what that experience was like for you. And you said something like, well, it was great. You want to do it now or something like that? You want to channel? I did. I called him out. And I felt really bad about that. Actually, now I feel really bad about that because that's a scary thing to be Oh, no. I feel like it was perfect. I feel like it was divine. It was divine because he was like, oh, damn it. Like he was getting called out. But you could tell he kind of wanted to do it. But he was kind of like scared or I don't know, hesitant. But then he was like, all right, because he said he'd actually never done it in front of a crowd before. He only did Thoth channeling like one to one, like privately. So that was really cool that he sat, he channeled, and then Thoth came through. Like, like He did a really good job, him. too. Yeah. It was really cool energy. And some of the people in the room were like really into Thoth. So it was like a really cool just thing to perfect. happen. It was perfect. So then he did that. And then after that, it was like, all right, like, this is fun. And then Sonia Sophia stands up. She's like, all right, well, <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. But since everybody's, like, you know, doing their thing, I'm going to do chakra readings for a few people. And she, yes. And I was like, this is amazing. It's like a spiritual potluck. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she did really cool. Her readings were Cool. Like just Thoth. watching her them. readings were super specific too, and intense and emotional and energetic. And I, even just me watching them, I was like, I don't even need one. Like I'm getting something. I ha- something's happening to me watching you guys. Like wow, it was so cool. And your really reading in particular was so cool. I loved it. I my loved reading it. was okay. So my readings in front of all like 15 of these people. Okay. <laughs> and there was a situation going on in the house that everybody was aware of. And it was funny. And then like, she says to me that my root chakra is not rooted because I've, I've known this for a while. Actually, every time I do a chakra meditation, my root chakra is like way up here. It's very strange anyway. But then my sacral chakra, like I'm, sexually blocked and this was actually the theme of the week of like um not coming into my sexual power because I'm afraid of it and like all of this stuff but it was just it was one of those signs that I couldn't ignore that's like right in front of your face that's like hey just in case you weren't getting this message I want to let you know that this is what you need to do and it was like okay message received in front of all these people. Thank you. It was, yeah, it was really interesting. (laughs) It It was was really interesting. It was really powerful. Like it was a really powerful. And I thought it was really fascinating that you were told actually to eat like a couple of pieces of meat. Like, yeah. uh, Was it red meat? Oh, yeah. It was beef. Yeah. Ground beef. Meat a week. Twice a week. Yeah. Which is, you'd think like it would be the other way around, like don't eat meat, but actually because she, her root chakra was so up here, like she, Sonia said the deepest thing, she's like, your branches can only grow as, t- your tree can only grow as tall as your roots are deep. And she's yeah, like, and right now your, really roots, your roots aren't in there because your root chakra is like up here. So you need to like get grounded. So you need to eat beef. Like what? That is weird. And I ate. Um, did I eat beef? No, I had a impossible burger. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> eat the beef, goddammit. 
damn it, I'm trying. It's like grosses me out. It's just like the idea of it grosses me out. But she was like, I know, I know. But like, she was like, I was like, really? Beef? And I mean, I can't, I can do chicken sometimes, but I had some uh, uh, Philly cheesesteak fries. Did that count? Oh, well, that was some beef, I guess. Not grass fed. I guess. It's oh my god! Healthy. On the last night there, when Shit, at that was the, so funny. It was so funny on the um the optimistic taping. So like the live TV show. So the guests get to be on the show as well, and we uh we were on and after we're so we all dressed up like Ambie said like we. It was so funny. Everyone in the house kept being like, God, you guys are bringing like some real feminine energy in here. Like everyone dressed up and um, yeah, everybody dressed up. It was cool. Like because it was contagious. You can see it. Like we yeah. started dressing up and then all the other girls in the house were like, oh, shit, like I want to dress up, too. And okay. so it was like this big, fun, festive, girly party. It was really yeah. fun. It was so but fun. The funniest part is that so like after we do the taping and now it's like the after party and the music guest is like playing awesome music, which I still have in my head. Um, and because the song God, is I like, so hungry. I am optimistic. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, he was pretty cool. I liked him. He was him. so good. Um, but so we were so hungry. Yeah. So we're like looking for a place on Uber Eats or something and the, we're scanning and the place that comes up that we're like, yeah, that one, it's called the garbage truck. <laughs> so you guys have to understand, you guys have to understand that the whole entire week is vegan. Not um, only vegan, but like fresh vegan, like yeah, not really like good. literally. Yeah. Oh, so delicious. Shout like, out to Ian. Shout out to chef. Ian. Yeah. Okay, we're in sync now. But yeah, like very minimally processed food. I lost five pounds in a fucking week. I just want to say I came home because my pants were loose and I was like, what's happening? And I got on the scale and I was like, oh, shit, girl, you're going to be eating like this from now on. So you I went and I- steal Ian from Mystic Manor and you're good. Ian, how would you like to come to Virginia <laughs> and live with children He's like, and uh, not be able to I literally money? see him right now going, eh. Yeah. Like, nah, yeah. I think I, you, you lost me at, uh, leaving yeah. LA. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so we're so, eating really clean. We're eating super clean and everybody's feeling good. And then we, we order from the garbage truck. Just like my, I got quesadillas. My quesadilla was called a trashadilla. Okay. Like it was so, it was not the whole good. thing was like garbage. Like I'm thinking Prison. of like, we're putting, I'm thinking of Oscar the Grouch. Like we're putting garbage in our body. And we order this and Brandon comes and then we're all eating it because we're so hungry. And Brandon comes over. He goes, you guys are the naughtiest eaters that have ever been here. And we're like, yup. Quesadilla fries. I actually said to him, I was like, this is what inner bloom is. Like I'm eating. (laughs) And he's he's like, oh my God, it's so good. And then like all the other people from the house start eating it too. So like a bunch of these vegans are now like eating all of the shit food we're a virus we're like well it was you are. so funny but it was really good food it, it was, was so delicious. good god it was so long good. live the alexa, garbage truck yeah <laughs> alexa you haven't even eaten meat in a long time and yours had chicken you know in it no I, like, I don't no, know I, no no i got out the chicken you got out the chicken yeah, okay because I, I, I remember you saying like i don't care and i was like oh i shit, was at a point where i was like all right if it if it comes in it i'll eat it and then i was like oh i can just tell them no chicken this is la they'll follow my orders and they did so <laughs> it worked out um but oh, it, was, it so was just it was just so freaking amazing all of it i mean i don't even yeah, just so much more happened but these were the highlights and it was really just amazing it was just amazing. I didn't want to leave. I mean, I did. Part of me was like, okay, like I can see how if you're there all the time, you really need to set some boundaries and it could get yeah. overwhelming. But yep. I was like, mm, I could hang here another week, you know. Um, but it's great. It was a perfect amount of time and it was just so, so beautiful. And um, yeah, we're just so grateful to Brandon uh, and everyone at the the manor for helping make our experience what it was. And you know, if if you've been thinking about going, like absolutely oh do it. God. There is no question in any of our minds that you should say yes, one thousand percent. It's one thousand percent worth it. Um, yeah. It will change you, and we're just we were just so happy to be a part of it. So it was so fun. Yes, you should do it a thousand percent. If you're thinking about doing it, do it. Also, that being said, if you wanted to go on a retreat with us, 
excuse me, I burped. Um, if you want to go on a retreat with us, we are getting together our next um, coaching program and retreat. And we are going to go to Sedona, Arizona in February, the end of February, this coming up year, 2020. So if you are interested in that, we're going to be taking interviews. So message us so we can send applications, Application, interviews, whatever. Interviews, applications, um, just to see if we're all a right fit for each other. So email us, message us, send us smoke signals, however you want to reach out to us. And we'll set up a call with you to see um, if we're a good fit for each other. So Sedona, Arizona, February, 2020. I believe it's going to be the last weekend in February. But we're not positive yet. So We're not positive, but February 2020 for sure. But I also – and I also want to share that okay. I just launched my How to Start Your Own Podcast course. <gasps> Woo! Woo! Um, I've been really, really, really passionate about this for a while, like realizing that, you know, a lot of people, they want to start podcasts and they don't know how or they say it's too expensive or they're too busy or they think it's this big overwhelming thing. And really it's not. It can be really inexpensive and it can be really easy. You just need to know the steps and the process. And that's what I'm here to teach. So um, I'm really, really, really excited about it. It's going to be um, a two-hour uh, webinar on Zoom um, that you can be a part of live or, you know, if you can't make it on that specific date, that's okay. It'll be recorded and you can watch it back for a period of time. Um, it's going to be, I believe it's going to actually uh, take place on January 3rd, 2020. Um, but I'm going to put the link to the to the course in the show notes here. It's $97. Um so I wanted to make this like affordable for people. I want people to be able to like get the information that they need. And you're going to learn about um, what equipment you need, what software you need. Um, just so you know, you don't actually don't need that much like equipment and software wise. It's really cost affordable and uh, software wise. Most of it is free. There's like one little program nice. you need to pay for. But yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, and then you're also going to learn how to record an episode, both solo and interview style. You're going to learn how to edit an episode. You're going to learn how to mix an episode with the sound. And then you're going to learn how to publish that episode to iTunes. Um, so I'm really, 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 really excited about it. I want to get a ton of podcasts going. Like I really want to see at least 10 podcasts come out of this. That is the only way I will be satisfied. So, <laughs> so if you've been interested in podcasting, but just don't know how or anything like that, um, check out the link in the show notes because, uh, yeah, I want to get as many people in this as possible and Yay! I'm excited about it. Oh my God. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Maybe I'll take the course. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a free pass if you want to come take the course. Amy. <laughs> VIP bitches. Yeah. VIP. Um, awesome. Anything That's else awesome. that we should share? Oh, I'm going to get all the pay Patreons because they're not up. Oh, yeah, Patreons. Um, if you're watching this live right now on Facebook, I want to let you know that I'm doing readings tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific, woo, 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 and all the other times um, that I don't know because um, I don't care. And then um, what else? I am starting – well, I'm not starting. I'm continuing a coaching program. So what this is is like a deep dive with me for three months – um, we meet pretty frequently if you're in, it's intuitive readings on how to change your life. So we're working on an aspect of your life to grow. So if you are interested in that, go to my website ambrosiamatthews.com and schedule a, um, chat with me and we can talk about what your goals are and see if we're right fit for each other. Awesome. And, um, we want to thank our beautiful, amazing Patreons. I'm now being challenged to read from the top down, so we're going in a new order. So everybody get ready. <laughs> <clears throat> I wonder who challenged her to do that, everybody. Who do you think? <laughs> it actually, like, it was tripping me up because it's not, like, motor muscle memory anymore. It's like, <laughs> okay. So thank you to Adonica Haskell, Alex Anderson, Alex Latiri, AmillionLittleChanges.com, Kara Miranda, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Cheyenne Carroll, Courtney Fahey, Dana McFadden, Dana Phillips, Evil Tattoo, Grace, Heather Maul, 
Jamie Purinton, Jamie Edwards, Jamie McMahon, Kasha Bashnevich, Lori Johnston, Mandy Ford, Maribel Muncy, Mimi Abnetter, Nicolette Pierce, Peter School of Irish Dance, Priscilla Marquez, Renee Hart, Sammy Jean, Sarah Meehan, Shannon McCoy, <coughs> Sean Doe, Sheena Bowen, Tammy Lip, Tina, or Tiffany Bolito, uh, Whitney Kanika, and Your Radical Heart. Is that right? Your radical heart. I oh, and Nike. One. Thank you so much for Nike, supporting us. Nike, up, girl? And, um, oh, I had something in my, oh, oh, the public, like the um, $20 tier of our Patreon, um, that conversations with ARC9 is going to be on the uh, 26th of December. Just giving you guys head up, heads up. So the day after Christmas. Day after Christmas. Oh, I want to show you guys something really quick. Really quick, really quick, really quick. Guess what we have? Are you ready? Can I show them? Sure. Oh, so much resistance there. Okay, no, no, so it's, it's for a reason. <laughs> I know it's for a reason, but my camera quality is not the best. So bear with me, okay? We have merchandise. Yay! So I just wanted to throw that out there that I'm really excited. I'm going to take a picture in it later after whoop, I wash whoop. it. I got to wash it. Whoop, whoop. So... Pretty psyched about it. <laughs> kind of a big deal. My camera quality is not the best, so we didn't want to show it too much. But I just want to let you know we have merchandise. <laughs> you can, yeah, we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, so you can check that out. Get a uh, shirt, girl. You can do it. Kendra Corson says, this is so cool. So sad I missed you so close to my house. Um. Oh, were you in LA? Yeah, we have a lot of LA, LA listeners. I well, guess. we're gonna be in Arizona in February, and that's pretty close to LA, closer than we are now. It's a close so drive, so maybe we could uh, meet up. Meet up, meaning you could come to our retreat. It'll yep. be great. It'll, It'll be, be great. great. It'll be great. All right, everyone. Well, uh, we love you so much. We're happy to be back. Thanks for bearing with us with the travel schedule. And uh, until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.